It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. Thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thanks for showing me the tour of your place. I was uh, I was looking up, you know, on the website, and I, that's that's where I want to go. Buffalo is, as you were saying, the new like hub. Like, it is. There's there's like a new studio popping up every every day now. Like, there's a there's a bunch of good recording studios now, and there's a bunch of different like, you know, local owned clothing businesses and stores opening up. So. Yeah, there's a lot how long of have you how long have you had your studio i've 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 had the store for five years i put the studio in here like a year and a half ago actually right after we did like a quick setup to do the benny the butcher song that we did for the first album i dropped mm-hmm. and then after that i just put it all in and now we got we got the digital board by slate media oh shit that's real nice um i'm white so it's all touchscreen and stuff too you know well, that's so. Some, yeah, I got someone in the booth right now. So. Oh, do you? Who's yeah, recording? Yeah, yeah. Um, a young kid named Kevin Mack. Okay. He's he's, he's a new artist. So. I was listening to your uh, albums. I have been, but I was you know listening to them and really like studying them before this. After uh, shout out, Body Bag Ben for putting us in connection, and it's so yeah. crazy the. Uh, the amount of talent that you have out there. And I know it's not all Buffalo. Like you have some people coming in, but I mean, Buffalo is a hub of all genres inside of rap, all the sub genres. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, I mean, I just got a couple people, but I mean, there's every, everyone has their own group of people. Like, and all those people that record with me, there's other people, they have other people they have. Like there's so many, I don't want to call them rap groups because they're just not groups, but like like little mini independent labels that are all together, you know? Yeah, like the collectives. Yeah. Has there always been a, a a history of rap in Buffalo, or is that kind of starting to blow up now with the rise of Griselda? No, they they've always there's always been rap here, but the biggest problem was you know like no one wanted to look at Buffalo because everyone was always looking at New York. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, when you go outside of the Northeast USA, if you go to any other, like, especially on the West Coast, they think Buffalo is like next door to New York City. You know, like when I have friends in L.A., they're like, hey, man, I'm in New York. You want to meet up? I'm like, yeah, where are you? Oh, I'm Times Square. I was like, well, I'll see you in like six, seven hours. They're like, <laughs> like, it's not next door. <laughs> yeah. So. And when, so when did it, it's always been, when did it start getting recognized, do you think? I, I would probably say, what do you th- say, Tim? Probably like right, right around when Griselda, you know, people were getting picked up and listened to. But I think, I think the guy that actually really made, you know, hip hop being looked at in the Western New York area, like Buffalo Rochester, is probably Thirty Eight Special. Yeah, Thirty you know, Eight Thirty Eight Special. He, he was putting in work. And he puts everyone on too. He's not. Um, he's. That's what I love about kind of the scene and. Uh, how I kind of relate it to the comedy scene in Boston is like you try to be helpful or you want to be helpful. And that's what I liked about the Buffalo scene, especially with 38 special was he would put everyone on. Like he just had a album come out with street justice. Who's 
very underground i mean but it's a fantastic album and he's gonna get a lot of um uh publicity from that yeah like the, he definitely because he was putting in work and money and he, he was definitely invested in everything and then like him and benny obviously were close and then then grisella started making way and then then it's been you know grisella just you know by putting in work they got the right chances and took the right deals you know 38 is in a in a point in his career where he could really do whatever he wants without doing a deal, you know. Yeah, he kind of took the like the currency route almost. I mean, currency did yeah. take deals, but at least now it's mostly independent, and you can just do what he wants. Yeah, definitely. Is it a is it a close knit scene in Buffalo right now, or is it kind of like everyone everyone kind of knows everyone to be honest, mm-hmm. you know? Like that's why like there's not like. There's so many, like I said, with the studios, like they, there will be an artist that will record two songs here and they'll go to another studio, record a song or two there and then another one from there. Like there's a lot of, everyone knows everyone and they're all friendly. There is like everybody you know, everybody. tensions here and there, but nothing crazy, you know, like yeah. obviously some people, every, every rapper has the mentality that they're better than everybody, you know, like mm. if you didn't have that mentality, then you shouldn't be a rapper, you know, like 100%. Yeah. So well, we were talking that's, about that's how this. I look. I was talking the, about this with a rapper, uh, Super Permy, up in Portland, and it's kind of like the similarities between um, rap and comedy, where it's like, how much can you not give a fuck while giving the most of a fuck? Like, you have to really care and have passion and put in the work, but you also have to be living your life and, and being able to uh, be a sponge to the shit that's happening around you. You know what I'm saying? I'm so down yeah. with your shit. You know what I'm saying? Keep it um, real. I mean, com- like, that's all part of the, I, I feel like part of culture is, is comedy, you know, art, music, all, all that stuff. Clothing is all, all the same. Like comedy, like music and comedy go hand in hand. Every, every famous comedian, you know, is, is some kind of, has some kind of musical talent. They just don't use it for some reason. Yeah. It's like, uh, I know I talk about this a lot on my podcast, but uh, Chappelle's Block Party was my uh, dad's favorite movie growing up, and in that, I mean, that's it shows perfectly how they go uh, hand in hand. Yeah. So you you also have the st- uh, the clothing store there, and it's crazy how fashion's kind of blowing up with rap too. It's it's oh, yeah. those are almost ho- hand in hand now. Yeah, everything goes like I mean, like like I used to carry only rapper brands when I started the store, like. Ti and um, Pusha T and um, French Montana's the Coke Boy stuff, and then mm-hmm. um, like I still that's pretty much what I do now. Besides my brand, I still I carry like Cookies, which is Burner's brand, and that's yeah. that's like that's like a re- that's just blowing up. Cookies clothes will by this time next year I think will be one of the major streetwear gears out. Well, like, Burner's uh, another one who's just put in the work in every field and just uh, really is spread himself out so he can make money in multiple ways. I mean, he has cookies, he has the weed business, and he stays consistent, releasing great shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, his albums are, are solid. Like he, and, he, and he's smart with it, too, because, like, he started adding um, Mexican artists on his stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, Latin, Latin is a real untapped situation for hip-hop, you know? So, it really is. Yeah, I kind of got into that with Unwell. Um, I Well, the, another, another thing I love about Buffalo is how it's, the, as I was saying, all the subgenres. Like, I'm a big trap fan. I love, like, the street shit. Like, I love all of it. And that's why I love, like, you guys. You got, you, I hadn't even heard of them before your album, but, like, 
uh, Spider to Gods, uh, fantastic. And then like Love oh, yeah. Boat Luciano is yeah. great. And you got all these, not the the grimy stuff, but they're still working with them. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love, love Boat, he's with BSF. That's Dolo Boat. That's He's BSF. Yeah, he's BSF. And yeah. he, um, I was, I was talking with him, but, uh, he's, cause that's what I love about BSF and Benny is Benny will put, um, any type of music on that. Or I mean, Griselda does too with Y and Billy, but, yeah. uh, like with flex baby and everything I love, I love the, uh, being able to spread out. Like you don't have to just stick to what you like. You can respect all the subgenres. Oh yeah, definitely. That's uh, like, like on um, my third album I dropped was mainly like younger trap music, like, you know, like Future Style and 2 Chains. A lot of beats were made by Flex. So I That's, gave like a lot of the younger guys some shine on that one. What I love about uh, your albums is you kind of can do like a collective of the city. No, you, yeah. you can, you do, you're like a, like a, um, a composer of them in a way and you can put on like every different genre and all these different people and put them with you know the people blowing up and people who are already big and all that shit yeah it's 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 crazy because like fashion that's how i met a lot of the bigger names is through fashion like like sue surf smoke Holger from boston i met them mm-hmm. through like clothing reps to be honest you know they're because a lot of clothing reps are also managers for music you know was music not something were you always in the music business or was clothing kind of that was what you started off with i I, i've always been in the hip-hop but i I was in the cars for like 20 years like custom cars oh really and then like as as everything started to explode local wise everyone needed cars for videos and then like a lot of videos that are out have like my cars or my friends cars in the videos so then, I, and then, you know, a couple of people owed me favors and, you know, I got them on tracks and I wanted to blow up people that I thought could be a, a next big artist out of Buffalo. So I put them with more famous people like Benny and Surf and Smoke and stuff like that. So yeah, like that Broken Bottles video, that's my Buick in the background with all the mobsters airbrushed on it. Oh, is it? How'd you get yeah, into custom my, cars? Just family... <laughs> family trait to get away from other family traits. You know, there's, there's one part of my family that, that worked for a living and there's one part that wasn't. So, you know, you know, they didn't want me to do what my dad and grandfather did. So, you know, I got into cars here and there. Um, so now I, I did that for a while, but I still got in trouble, unfortunately. So it's just, there's really nothing to do in Buffalo, but get in trouble or move away. Like, but now thank God, you know, like, like the, the art and and um, music and clothing has has really sprouted up. So a lot of these younger generation kids aren't really getting too involved anymore in the streets. They they got a whole new outlet now. Like if you told me ten years ago, like you know, music would be an outlet for kids around here. I, I'd be like, oh yeah, maybe, but they're gonna get in trouble. Like a lot of us got in trouble, you know. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. That's why I'll see some rappers like who have some following still try still selling on Insta and stuff. And it's kind of like, you have too much, do you have too many followers to be doing that right now? Like oh, yeah. you gotta, you gotta be keeping that on the DL. Yeah. Selling is, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. Cause like, you know, everyone don't know. I want to be a gangster no more. Everyone wants to make money, you know, like a gangster ain't going to do nothing but get you killed or, you know, in prison. 
And how's that going to help anybody? Not, nothing, you know, like, yeah, I know a bunch of, I know a bunch of gangsters and they don't want to be gangsters, you know, <laughs> like every, they want to just make money and live their life. They don't want to be looking behind their back every two seconds, you know? Well, so, it's, yeah. And the way that a kind of finances and money were kept secret, like the way that, uh, you know, no one knew, you know, and yeah. now it's kind of, you know, I have friends who are trying to go into like Boston and teach finances and teach like, no, nah, this is what you're supposed to do with your money because no one really tells you what to do with it until you go out and try to find it out yourself. Yeah. There's, there's, there's only a small amount of people that, you know, do stuff with their money when they get it, you know, and um, yeah. hopefully some of these guys are lucky once to do something. Cause I mean, I I've seen a lot of these guys just blow money on, you know, dumb shit, you know? Yeah. I respect Mozzie a lot. Mozzie right now is buying up a lot of, uh, a lot of apartment buildings, turning them into, you know, flipping that money. But uh, he's, he, he's also putting out how to do it and teaching. So I really respect that. Yeah. So, Yeah. There's a lot of them guys like Rick Ross, Rick Ross has put a lot of, he, he, he's got like a bunch of chicken wing spots now, you know, like he, yeah, he really like, si- yeah, he, he like, like silently, like every time he gets one, he doesn't say nothing. He just, it just pops up and then, Oh, look, I owe like a 50, this is my 55th one you know but you still into cars like do you still have a lot do you have your collection yeah i still have a collection of custom cars i got i have five custom cars which one what what do you got which one's your favorite which one's my favorite i don't even know probably the one i handed down to my son that i started off with the old honda accord you know, it's um, it's actually Saint. It's called Saint Patty's Day Massacre. It's all Irish thing. Oh, is it all green? Yeah, it's green and white. It's got like the leprechaun from the leprechaun movie on it. It's got a Celtic cross airbrushed on it, and um, I had that since the beginning. I gave it to my oldest son, um, last year. What else do you have? Does he um, enjoy driving that around or not? I have to ask this first. Yeah, no, he likes it. He he. I also got him a Lexus too, so he likes driving that more because it's a little okay, bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, we got two custom Lexuses, the GSs, you know, the bubble style, like 2000. Yeah. We got two of those all done up. And then the Buick you've seen with the big rims and all the gangsters, I got mm-hmm. 14, 14 gangsters airbrushed, including Whitey Bulgers on there too, from Boston. Oh shit. Um, really? Yeah. A lot of, it's actually probably the only image on my car that I get, you know, heat about. Cause you know, like he, he ratted out the Italians, but he, yeah. But I mean, it's always been the Italians versus the Irish, really, you know. So like, just just like um, Danny Green in Cleveland, you know, that's exactly. the, you know they, they they're against each other. So he didn't consider it ratting; he considered it, you know, improving his business, you know. But whatever it <laughs> is, what it is. Yeah, but you got more. Yeah. Who else do you have on that car? You got. I got I got Carlo Gambino, I got Joseph Bonanno. Um, Ste- um, Stefan Magadino, who was the first Buffalo, New York boss before the Tadaros, um, who owned Lenovas. Yeah. Um, who else do I got in there? Um, Meyer Lansky, um, Nikki Scarfo from Philly. Um, I mean, I pretty much got everyone on there. I got Mickey yeah, Cohen from LA, like anyone, like most of the guys on there are famous for something, you know, they changed the course of mob history at some point in time, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And then I got another, I, I got another truck. It's called a Ram Charger. It's a two-door Durango. They, and it's the, a, two, the short it's a, one? Yeah, it's a, it's a two-door Durango. Yeah, it's like, they only made them in Mexico. You know, like, 
they they made the 70s ones here but then in 2000 for two years they made them in mexico for two years and i got that that's actually in la being finished being built so oh who you have working on it out there um a bunch of uh mexican buddies of mine from back in the day oh, I got, yeah not not a shot yeah yeah they they i mean they they are a shop but you know only our crew goes to it like i'm part of a crew from la so we're the only ones that you know they got business year round because we're our the crew i belong to is like international you know we got mm. different, in different cities and, and countries so well, that's cool so you got any others no, that just 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 those five. Five. I was I was, <laughs> I was losing count there. That's yeah, cool there's, though. There's even cut. We even got a, a power wheels with air ride like hydraulics where it lowers. We got a power wheels for when my kids were younger. You know, because I got four <laughs> kids. So <laughs> that's, that's dope. How old are your kids? Nine, eleven, eighteen, and twenty. Okay. Are yeah, they? Do they listen to the? Do the, are they rap fans? Oh, they're huge rap fans. You know? Are they into your sh- your style? What do they listen to? Um, my two oldest are definitely into like boom bap style. You know, um, mm-hmm. my younger two are obviously with their age. They like more of the trap style music. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. But my son Nick, he's the youngest. He's actually, if you ever seen that that picture last year from Halloween of the one kid dressed up as Benny the Butcher, um, mm-hmm. the little Irish kid. That's my youngest son. <laughs> you know but he he thinks he's one of the guys he wants to hang out the studio all day and you know but um you know i don't think he's gonna get any taller he's irish so he's got like he's, he can only get a certain height <laughs> so he that's all right he yeah, can still get around there's a lot of short guys out there but yeah no Are they're you- into it we're actually in some of the videos like you know like um that broken bottles video me and my older son are in it but we wore masks the whole time we're in the back like we're always in we're always in the videos or around when they're shooting videos. You know, if there's a custom car in it, most likely I, I was in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's your well that's the crazy thing is like the history of Buffalo kinda gets put out there too and you kinda learn from it without even like acknowledging it, especially from the yeah. music and the amount that you learn. Like this is such a weird parallel, but have you ever heard of this author, Malcolm Gladwell? Malcolm Gladwell? I don't think so. He was talking about the 10,000 hours to master something. You have to work 10,000 hours. And he was writing this other book. And he's like a like a, um, real, like, you know, done up author, like very, uh, I'm too yeah. stoned to even think of the word, but very, like, <laughs> smart uh, author. And he was writing about Sly. So about okay, Sly about Green. Sly Green. Okay. And it was like the weirdest connecting of worlds, having him like write about like these two worlds of like the having him write about like the Buffalo history and how I had le- knew so much from that just from listening to the music. I got to say, I feel oh, very honored that you uh, didn't answer that phone call. <laughs> yeah, double fuck me up afterwards. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll call back later. He always does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Usually, I get he calls, and then Rick Hyde's brother is locked up too. Boons, he's been on my albums. He'll call me too. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> how much time are are they looking at right now? Um, I'm white. Um, I think. Well, they're they're both facing like twenty plus, but yeah. um, you know, I think their their things are turning around where they they're probably not going to do as much time. So. 
you know. I mean, I don't really know the ins and outs of your cases. I yeah, can yeah, speak yeah, totally. No, I, know, I, I totally understand. Well, yeah, they're definitely facing serious time, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, uh, Draco just got out, the ruler, and he was, that was, um, that was an that was a real bad case too. I, I was uh, keeping up on. This but, uh, crazy. I'm happy he's out and thank you for uh, staying on the call. I appreciate I appreciate that. Everybody love so everybody. Oh, yeah, what no were we talking about before? Oh, speaking of, we were talking about. I was reading this book by Malcolm Gladwell, and um, he was writing about Sly Green, and it was very. It was the history of Buffalo. You just know through the music. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going go in the back because some people came in here, so I'm going to let my other guys no in. Problem. Hold on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we're still, we're still operating. We're actually getting ready to do the, like, the release party for the fourth album, so people are going to start coming in because we're going to oh, play. Oh, really? When, yeah. When's that dropping? When's um, that dropping? It dropping? drops Friday. <laughs> it's really coming. I can't wait to, uh, I can't wait to hear it. It's, it's definitely it's definitely dope i mean all my albums that i always start off with only doing like 10 or 11 tracks then it turns into like 15 16 tracks so it's it's kind of crazy was the uh the song with uh body bag and boldy is that the first single off of it yeah that was the first single i put off of it yep that's yeah, a fan that's, that's that's a great song oh yeah it's definitely it's definitely one of the top three on the album definitely Boldy's having such a great uh, a great 2020. Oh, it's it's gonna be even better. Like I've I, I know I've heard like different things of different songs of different artists that are out right now. I'm like, man, mm -hmm. I heard all of Rick Hyde's new album. Then that shit's really crazy. Plates too. Oh, I'm excited. Rick is all of a BSF, but Rick is so good and really uh, I'm excited. And he was saying, I was in the last episode with Body Bag, you're saying that he has a he has a tape coming out with uh, Rick too. And I can't wait to hear that. Oh, yeah, he definitely, yeah, that's, I, I heard one, one track off of that one too. And that, that was fire. So but, um, <laughs> yeah, when, when we did, I was just in New York for that interview with Static Selector. And um, I heard some stuff off a of Statics album that comes out Black Friday, which is super fire. And then and, um, I, I Rick invited us over to the studio he was at, and we got to listen to his whole album. That it's definitely crazy. I can't, I can't wait for those to drop. It, that's the Buffalo beat. What Boston could never like. Boston has some great producers, some great rappers, but it never really got to the next level. It never took that step up. Yeah, I mean, if you really, I don't know if you know who Smoke Bulger is, but you should definitely keep an eye out for him. If you don't, yeah, know Smoke Bulger. Uh, no, I haven't. I definitely. I'm he's always looking. For All right, he's I definitely will. Okay. Yeah, like he, he was really he was getting really big a few years back. He put out an album called Features, like a mixtape, and mm -hmm. I mean he had everyone on it: Little Wayne, Rick Ross, freaking R. Kelly, like all types oh, of crazy yeah. features, you know. But um, then like. You know, he had a family, something happened with the family, so he, he stepped back, but now he's been going back in, and I know he's got, like, a song with Rick Ross coming out and a video to go, and he's always, he's one of my go-tos for my albums. I always get him on the albums. You know, I, Oh, you know, that's I where I knew it. his name. Okay, yeah, I I knew his name, but I have, I'm going to have to check out that album that yeah, he put he's out. Definitely, 
Yeah, he he's got he's got a bunch of freestyles out too. If you look him, if you go on YouTube and research Smoke Bulger, he's got a bunch of nice freestyles out too. So you don't rap. Do you rap at all? I I could I could write. I could write, but I can't rap. Write, I, I, I could write. I just don't sound right. You know, like <laughs> if like, I'm being honest, I, yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> You know, like yeah. I'll, I'll sit here sometimes and there will be a beat on him like and i'll write like 16 bars i'll be like okay here you go someone want to rap this and they're like yo why don't you just rap? like yeah i don't sound right man i just don't do you do you like producing do you produce it uh, uh at all like a lot I, I like putting it together like like yeah. I, I tell people all the time i'm like the broke dj Khaled. <laughs> like i'm not on dj Khaled's level i'm just you know like I like I like putting it all together. I like, you know, I'm like a curator, I guess. Like I find mm. all the beats, place them together, and then find artists and put them all together, and you know, get the other guys on it. It's I like doing it. To be honest, I did cars for like 20 years, and I haven't felt like this since I began doing cars years ago. So like I'm, you know, like I got I got more music on the way too. I got six more albums dropping. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I got, I got, after this one, I, I got five, five track EPs coming out with five different individual artists. And then, um, cool. who do you I have got another you have album coming out with? Huh? Who are they coming out with? Can you give um, any? Just like my artists, like the, um, Speedy the Icon. Um, yeah. I got one with Spider to God. Um, and then the young guys like Kevin Mack and stuff like that. So I got them. I'm trying to showcase my artists too, you know? Yeah, another artist that I didn't know until I was listening to your shit, and I'm a big fan of, is some dude. He's real. Oh, All same th- dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only like 18. <laughs> really? He's so good. Yeah. He, so- he sounds like he's goddamn 40. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know he was 18. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's, he's signed to me, too. So his dad, his dad is actually a barber here at the, at the store. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so when did, yeah, what made you want to start putting the, uh, the albums together? Cause what your first one came out in 19. Yeah. The first year? one. Yeah. It was a big mess for the first couple of months. Like it actually came out in September last year, but I had to take it down cause Ito's verse sounded off and then I had mm. uh, then I put it back up, but it kept going out as various artists. So I had to take it back down. So then we finally got up at struggle. Mike, it just, like one thing led to another like we started with a benny verse and then it mm-hmm. just went from there from there on in we just i was like you know what i was like i really like this shit like the feeling was dope like watching to be honest watching benny and then you know being friends with benny and city boy and stuff like that kind of really like I was like yo i, I want to do this and then i had great guys here like speedy and and kevin and same dude and all that i was like you know what and same dude's dad um tim i was like you know what let's do this let's really put a studio in here and we'll get this going. And then same dude's dad wanted to be a barber. So I got him a barber chair. I was like, why don't you go get your license? And you can start cutting in here too. Fuck it. <laughs> it was a wrap. So. Man, that's, I'm really like, it's, it's cool that you're able to do all your passions at once and really like make it work. Did you have any vision of this when you were, or were you just go with the flow and let's see what happens? Yeah, I can't, I'm one of the people that's like, all right, if I'm going to try this, I'm going to try it. You know, like I'll just put my all into it. You know, like if I got the extra time and the extra money, I'll fucking do it. And I'll go, I will go ham until I get it done. You know, like 
And that's also a curse too. Cause like sometimes, you know, I'm like, damn, I, I really need two more, you know, guys on this album. And, and then I, I'm like jumping through hoops to get the shit done, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I got a, I got a fire album for spring too. That's, that's a, that's going to be another full album. I got, um, I already got a track that's got Benny Heem and Rick Hyde on it. Oh, and then I got another one. Yeah. I got another one that's got Rick Hyde Conway and then, Santana Fox, who's um Prodigy's daughter, is gonna be okay. is on it. And then I got another song done. I got some LA guys that kind of rock with my label called the Breed Mafia. I got a track already by them, and then I got another one with Speedy Stretch and um MC8 already ready for them. Oh shit. That's I can't wait for that. What's the what's that one called? That one's just called Ties. So, ties. Yeah, yeah, ties. So coming out in spring. Working. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Boons could get um, out on bail because I'm doing a Jim Jones track with Heatmakers and I want Boons to be on it, you know, so. Yeah, that would be, that's crazy. Jim Jones and Heatmakers. Do you, yeah, how do you have time for all this stuff? You got your store, you got your record, you got uh, your recording studio, you got your barbershop, you got your cars. Yeah, I just make, I just make, I make time, I guess. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Was this when, when in like, when did this, so you said the shop is, you said five years old? Yeah. About five years. Yeah. The story. Yeah. Like what happened? Why did you start all, like what made you want to start all this? Cause it's, it's been six, these five years it shows have paid yeah. off, but. I, I just, I don't know. I just kind of like, I wanted to do something different than cars. Then I got into clothes and I was like, you know what? I want to do, you know, we had that one song with Benny and I was like, you know what, let's just do full music. You know, these guys that are with me, you know, didn't have the means or opportunities to make themselves bigger. And I, and I seen in them that they could be great artists. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and do what I can to help them. And we'll just make a whole thing out of it. And then we made a studio like Speedy was Speedy's been a, a engineer and, and MC for a long time, you know? So I was, I, I was like, yo, why don't you come up out of the basement? We'll, we'll do the thing here and we'll get it going. And it's pretty much that, that was it after that. Then it just kept going and going. Like originally it was supposed to be one album and now here we are fucking a year later. Like, yeah, I'm dropping got, my fourth one. going to get some more going. You got six down the pike. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, but I like doing it. You know, I mean, you know, if you, if you, if you're having fun and if you got the time and effort to do it, you know, it, it works out. Do you think that the success of Buffalo, but also this is because of the collaboration, like you're, you're show, you know, you, you're working with all these artists and you're putting them on and you, you know, taking the engineers and starting your label. Is that, is that what it is? Like every, every, every everyone's, everyone's got to start somewhere and, and someone's always got to help somebody, you know, like, yeah. you know, that, and that's how it is. And I, I think, I think it's time that Buffalo got the shine. That's why everyone's doing so good out of here. Like every, every artist that drops something is, is getting plays and views and people are buying the merch. Like the merch game is crazy. You know, with the COVID stuff going on and streaming services, like merch is the new record sale, you know, like you yeah. can sell a record, but most people stream it, you know, like, so the new thing is merch. That's why everyone's got merch or even old artists are coming back out with like releasing their album again, but with merch, you know, cause yeah. that's, you know, cause streaming don't pay for much. Like, you know, like 
you get 2 million, 3 million streams on, on Spotify, you get a little chunk of change, but it's not like if you were to sell 2 million CDs, you know, but the CD era is over. So streaming, yeah, YouTube. It is a merch game and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Do you, especially with the, the demand, the demand and especially the amount of talent out of Buffalo, but it, the, the kind of holding it and only releasing it for a short amount of time. And then, you see up and they go up. I was wearing, I have the, uh, the tie-dye Isaac Paeo, the three-eyed uh, Mona Lisa. And someone offered yeah. me 300 bucks on the street for it. Who knew? Because like they're, it's just crazy how the. Yeah, like they're, they're, a lot of the stuff, like especially West Side stuff. West Side stuff is definitely, it's like a new Supreme. And yeah. now that Supreme's bought out by Vans, I mean, to be honest, he could be the new Supreme. Because you yeah, know people are gonna, people are not gonna, people are not gonna buy Supreme just because they feel like Supreme sold out, you know. It's, yeah, it's the same thing that happened with a lot of brands. But then you have Westside pulling in, uh, like the Rebirth Studios and all these other up and coming Isaac artists to do their work, and it shows that like, like I can tell when merch is lazy now. You know what I mean? Like I see a certain artists put out shit, not really uh-huh. from Buffalo. Someone we'll call you know? again. Oh shit! Another call. Hello. No problem. Can you hear? If it's quiet, you can just leave and come back. Like the last time. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Yeah. Hold on. This is killing me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone wants to call me. I ain't get no phone calls all goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're Mr. Popular. I, I appreciate you. You putting. No, I really do appreciate you. Uh, putting your time out for this because this was a quick turnover of you wanting you being on. So thank you. Yeah. yeah no, but, I mean, uh, there's tons of people out here, man. There we go. Yes. Perfect. Third time's a charm. I can't yeah. I can you. hear you. Hold on. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yep. I can hear you. Perfect. I'm definitely making sure I have a better laptop next time I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I'm gonna next time we're talking, I'm gonna come to Buffalo and we'll do it in person. Oh, you're more than welcome. Any if you come to Buffalo, man, you're more than welcome to if you even if you don't want to interview me, if you got someone else, you're more than welcome to use the store to interview someone. And I that's that means a lot. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you're always but, you're um, always welcome here. You got a home here, so. Thank you. That, that I can't tell you. I'm a, it's, it's, I don't know why I have such a connection to Buffalo rap. It is funny or Buffalo as the city, the art, all of that. I it's, but ever since I heard reject two for the first time, that yeah. was, that was when I was like, Oh shit, I have to learn everything about that. And <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to learn, man. There's, I mean, we have a big history mob wise, art wise, music wise, everything, you know, Buffalo well, oh. Buffalo and mafia wise, Buffalo was almost considered a sixth family. We were actually the arm of the mafia. Like, oh, that's yeah? crazy. Yeah, like Stefan Magadino, he controlled all the other areas like Rochester, Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, the whole Ontario of Canada. Like, he had a foothold oh. in Vegas. Like, yeah, they were really big, man. Buffalo. And it's yeah. not talked about, but it's starting to be. And yeah. for the funniest reasons. We were talking about, so you sell, you started off with selling artist merch only. Yeah. Just like play clothes, TI stuff. Like just like those yeah. brands, like play clothes was probably my best selling brand, which was pusher T's brand. Um, yeah. 
And then like, now I get like, I'll get random, like when um, city boy has some extra BSF stuff or whatever, like I even had some Camino stuff in here. Uh, I'll get it. And I'll just put it in the store. People come here all the time looking for that stuff. I bet it's well, a weird, it's Buffalo has the best merch I'd say right now. Cause they working with the artists, but it's funny how everyone's trying to do with the merch game, but you can tell when people are lazy with it, like the, the label right. artists are starting to do it. And it's just not the same. Yeah, and label artists, they just put out, like, the name, their name or the album. They don't do, like, there's real no art behind it, you know? Like, you know, the basic, to be honest, what moves a lot in Buffalo is, like, the basic, like, the logo of your of your, of your your label and or the logo of the artist. I mean, yeah. then you got Westside, who always has some crazy artwork. Westside crazy. always has crazy artwork. And now Benny's dropping a, a crazy artwork piece, too, now on Friday. Yeah, so, with Isaac, I, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get one of those. I try to get all the drops. I, I. What I also like is you can support the art, support the artists, because uh, yeah. you don't pay for the music that much. And the vinyl game, I mean, I have my stove yeah. guy vinyl, but uh, I'm not the biggest vinyl guy. You can tell I'm not technology savvy here. Yeah, no, I'm not technology savvy either. That's why I have Ani here helping me. Is so I totally understand. I guess I get from jail on someone else's phone. Look at I got everyone sitting outside the store right now while I'm talking to you. Look at that. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you can get as many phone calls as you want. You can. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind. I'm about to Funny. throw the phone in the garbage. <laughs> One more phone call, it's fucking gone. <laughs> Funny story about the West Side Gun merch is I do love them, and I try to get to support the artists. I love getting the drops. Like El Camino, I just got the gray. Speaking of the plane, like I just got the plane anti-gun yeah. violence. Like it's uh, it's real good. But I'm not a wrestling fan at all. And I yeah. got the Chris Benoit um, mystery shirt. And I had no idea who Chris Benoit was until I wore it out on stage. I did a show and I had it. And people were like, oh. how are you wearing a Chris? And I did I had no idea who he was. And I'm just doing my stand up in his shirt. And then afterwards, I have to Google oh, who dude. he is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. And now I know who he is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you gotta you gotta kind of watch some of that merch is a little, you know. Yeah, like you and me can now wear the black Hitler, the three eyed black <laughs> Hitler, <laughs> the hoodie. That's like like the the Griselda, like all the Arabic writing. Uh, you know, Buffalo. There's a lot of areas that are Arabic, like Yemenis and you know stuff like that. So like they always like, oh, what does that say on the back of your shirt? Do you even know? I'm like, fuck, man. Like I just all the time support artists, like. Yeah. I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> well, that what happened with me. I was I uh I always wear um Griselda merch with the 187 on the back and I have a yeah. joke about um fat cops. Just a silly joke. And yeah. I had two cops come after uh, come up to me after and like threaten me cuz they didn't like my shirt and they didn't like my jokes. And oh. so I was like, "Oh shit, like I it's just, I, again, it's like they they were like they were like you should uh, stop drinking and you know or we could pull you over on the way. It's like oh fuck, I'm just wearing a shirt right now. How how butthurt are you gonna be? Oh man, yeah. There's a, some people take shit a little bit more too personal, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, so you do good comedy, huh? I'm gonna have to come see you. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to get a show up in Buffalo. What's Buffalo's like? Uh, what's New York uh, Buffalo open like up there? Are things open, or has that affected your business? Some, some things are open. Some things are open. You know? Yeah. I mean, they have like the rules like everyone else, but now they did a thing with Erie County where you can't have more than four people sitting at a table, and the buyers the buyers are usually open till four in the morning here. So now they're telling them they got to close at midnight, which, of course, all the Irish people in my neighborhood are fucking pissed. You know, so like my neighborhood, the south side of Buffalo is is a is an Irish community, you know? Yeah. So, so, I mean, they don't know what to fucking do with themselves. Midnight. No one's no one hasn't drank. stopped drinking before midnight here in like 100 years. Like, <laughs> they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, it's it's about to be prohibition back in this motherfucker. I was, next time, next time you I talk to you, there might be a bar behind me. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> You're just gonna keep adding shit. It's gonna be like a mall by the time. Yeah, but, Benny said this is like the he said this is like the hip hop um, outlet or something. He said it's like the hip hop <laughs> market when he came in here because all the different joints. We're actually looking at getting a bigger spot, so we're hoping. Oh hoping, yeah. yeah. Hoping by spring we'll be in a bigger location. We're gonna separate everything. You know, um, there's a local podcast guy that needs us a, a space. He, he doesn't want to keep doing it at his home. So I told him, you know, I, I could I could give you a office area in the back and then we're going to move the studio. So it's separated from everything. And same with the barbershop and the clothing. It's going to be a bigger location. So it'll be, we'll be spaced out more, you know. Oh, that'll be dope. Did you have did you make the studio over quarantine or was that beforehand? It was beforehand. So that kind of that's been that must have helped you out during it is because yeah had... the recording helped out good you know because like we got to record a bunch of music and a bunch of people that we knew we only took in clients that we knew didn't go anywhere near China <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't you can't be playing with that shit sharing the same mic if they walk in with a number six they got to fucking walk right the fuck back out they can't <laughs> that shit going in here. <laughs> That's cool that you've been able to expand, though, when other shit is kind of, you know, people are hurting, but you're able to expand and put in the recording studio and you got the barbershop and you're moving into a big, lo- a bigger location. Yeah, this, this it's it kind of it's it's cool to expand, but also kind of like this mean, meant a lot to a lot of people like this little studio, like it turned into like a common space for so many people, you know, and like, you know, people would show up like I, I know you know who this is, right? yeah you see the yeah <laughs> oh shit you know the yeah the, the, it, his, what was that i think it's his brother-in-law or whatever. what's his name um, the, uh link. i am too Eh, whatever i'll think uh, about it. <laughs> Listen. we got other stuff to it is but no, he did the door. So yeah, that's, it is a, it's a, are you going to get rid of the place or are you going to keep it for a little bit? Well, I'll keep it for a couple months while we're moving into the new location, you know, but, yeah. you know, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's one of those points where it's like, it's either time to move on or you're just going to be stuck in this situation forever. And I would like to, I'd like to be bigger because unfortunately 90% of consumers are more like the bigger it is, the better they think it is. You know what I'm saying? yeah mm-hmm. like you 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 might have one of the best podcasts out but since you might not have a million subscribers and some dumbass starting his ass on fire you know they watch him you know like 
Yeah, you have to. You do have to grow for that. Have you been to any of the stores in Boston, like the original Bodega or Concepts or anything? Now, Boston. Whenever I'm there, I'm I'm always I'm always in Southie. You know, my dad's always got me going over to visit his friends. Oh, I bet you, you you're Irish. That's that's what that is. You know, that's, that's is, your area. Yeah, my dad. My dad's always got someone he wants me to see when I'm in different cities. Like you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you can never do what you want. Yeah, I can't. You know, I he, I'm in Little Italy in New York. He's like, "Why aren't you in Hell's Kitchen?" Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to do shit right now. <laughs> have you heard of Bodega? Have you? Do you know about the Bodega in Boston? How it's it's cool. It's yeah. like there's a Snapple machine in the back that opens up, and then uh, it's like a a shoe store in a bodega. Yeah, I've been meaning to come to Boston again. I haven't been to Boston in a couple of years, but I've been, I've, I promised my kids I'd take them there. And, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to go. I've just been waiting for this COVID shit to die out so we could actually travel without sticking a Q-tip up my nose. Yeah, yeah, Massachusetts is fucked right now. You have to stay inside. It's a 9.30 curfew. Like you were complaining, you guys are complaining about midnight. Like in Boston, the people are going crazy. It's 9.30. Every, you have to be inside by. 9.30? What the fuck? That's what <laughs> I mean. Crazy. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they they put you so in time. So if you work 3.11, you're just fucked? <laughs> you, you have to like, you have to go home right away or your business closes at 9.30. Yeah, they, it's crazy. I don't know. Rhode Island right now is the only place that's open up. That's where I go to do my comedy, Rhode Island and New Hampshire. That's crazy. That's wild. And I've been taking trips up to New York to visit my, I'm going, I'm in the city next week visiting my producers. I am getting tested, but that Q-tip up your nose, it's not a fun time. I'm probably going to get shot outside now. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, now I'm starting beef in Buffalo and I haven't even been there yet. (laughs) No, everyone's cool, man. Everyone, everyone gets along though. Like everyone, yeah. you know, everyone wants to see everyone shine and, you know, you know, Benny Westside, Conway, Rick, all those guys gave everyone hope. That's what they did. You know, city cities like Buffalo are always cities that don't have a lot of hope. So when you get people like when the bills went to the Super Bowl four times in a row back in the day, you know, gave Buffalo hope now hip hop with Benny and all them is giving everyone hope, like a hope to make it out or make something of themselves without, you know, people don't want to bust their hump and die working for a living you know they they want to be seen they want to be known they want to live a good life they want to work a job that they love whether it be them be a, a rapper or a painter or someone that makes bagels all day they you know what i'm saying know, i'm so down with your do shit you know what i'm saying keeping it real you saying? Know, no one wants to work a nine to five dying you know yeah so benny and them all gave everyone hope and know? now the bills are doing well too yeah i'm sure they'll fuck it up though everybody love everybody <laughs> No, it is. I remember uh, I met, I met, I've met Griselda and I, I, I know I am acquaintances with Conway and I remember him talking about it and just being like, when we were all like, when Wes was locked up, just um, I'm white. Like, this is the vision. Like I have a vision for what the scene is going to be, what we're going to be. And it was before any of that. And he just, he just uh, stuck with it and kept doing it. And Griselda blew up and uh it's crazy it's crazy what they've done it's crazy what they've been able to do in such a short time um you know you got you got benny with the i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep going over this one uh you got benny 
with um BSF and he's putting on all his guys with his album yeah, with DJ. My phone. Getting calls? <laughs> it's all right. I just kept going that time. I was just talking about Buffalo about <laughs> about Conway telling me how Westside just had this vision of how everything was going to be before it all happened. And um, they really they're out there. They're they're really putting all their people on like, you know, Conway's pat, you know, hooking up everyone with, that he fucks with with drum work. You know, chains, you know, bringing um, Westside must have got a group buying Buffalo Kid Diamond Chains because he's passing them he out to everybody. Every time, every time I see his Instagram, it's another Buffalo Kid's chain. I'm just assuming he has a jeweler locked up in the trunk of his vehicle and just like, <laughs> listen, make me a fucking chain, <laughs> you know? Like, but it's great because then you got, uh, you know, BSF who's putting on it. They, they had the album with DJ Drama, which, you know, whatever you feel about him, it's still crazy that they, he put his, put them on, on a major scale. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They did. They definitely, you know, and like stuff, Benny's got stuff that still has to come out that I, I know is fire. Like, I mean, yeah. these guys, I mean, they, they can't really go down, you know, they're just going to keep going up and up and up, you know? So, yeah. So Do no matter you have- what, it's going to be good. It's going to be good for Buffalo overall, no matter what, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. I really, I really appreciate you doing this and I'm going to, um, once this is all slowed down, I'm going to be coming up to Buffalo. We'll do, you know, when we're doing our interview in person, people just keep calling us on the phone It it'll just be, this I, I can put my phone on silent that time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you again for being on. I really appreciate this. And, uh, I can't wait to, uh, meet you in person and um do you want to plug your shit um yeah i mean you got a phone charger no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but no you know um you know struggle mike you know i mean if you look on any platforms it's under struggle mike i got all the fourth album will be out this friday so probably by the time you air this or whatever it will be out so i got four albums yeah, out well, there, great escape wall next up in progress I mean, feature check them all out. Mom. All all great projects that I listen to, like fantastic. Yeah, really we check got, it out. Like I just I just made a quick site for the label strugglecartel.com, and that's got some of my artists on there, like Speedy, Kev Max, same dude, JJ Lewis. I mean, he he's still poured out. He looked like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, but we got we got a lot of young artists and a lot of older artists. So, we I mean. We're, we're here. I mean, if you ever need any clothes or gear, just hit me up. Oh, I, I 100% will. Cause really all I wear is Buffalo clothing. If I'm being honest, I have I, every, I have all the hoodies, all the t-shirts. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that, that's my shit. But, uh, yeah. thank you everyone who listened, uh, like subscribe and, uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Thank you very much. <laughs>